0: Hey guys! Hey! It's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn
1: podcast. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to the show, Elizabeth and I are estheticians in Brooklyn, New York, and we have two beauty studios that we work out of here in Brooklyn. And we get to see you all here every Friday to teach you everything that we know about beauty and skincare while learning a thing or two from some guest experts that come to hang out with us.
0: So the last few episodes, we've taken y'all to the future with microcurrent. And the future in this case is fucking Marty McFly, because as we learned from Joy Kingston last week, even though the technology is sort of just beginning to become well-known within the zeitgeist, she really began working with microcurrent back in the 90s. But anyway, I digress. We're taking you back to basics with another installment of Hippie Shit our little series where we teach you about, well, different types of hippie shit. So this is a new series, and we're kind of seeing where the theme takes us. But so far, we've taught you about herbs and botanicals, carrier oils, essential oils, more herbs with Lauren Haynes, who is a real-life living and breathing hippie, not to mention the dopest herbalist I've ever fucking met. Okay, sidebar, I keep wanting to say an herbologist, and every time I trip over my fucking tongue trying to turn that O into an A— but I got hmm. it right that time. Yeah, An herbalist. She's a badass herbalist. Anyway. Is an herbologist a thing? No, I don't think it's an herbologist. I think it's an herbalist. I'm just a dum-dum. Hmm. Um, <laughs> thanks for believing me, Shapiro. Um, anyway, those are episodes 100, 101, and 102 if you want to check those out. As I just mentioned, we have some pretty bomb guests in those episodes. So if you're sick of us already, go and listen to our interviews with the celebrity makeup artist, icon, educator, feminist, all over badass, (laughs) James Vincent. Or you can check out our conversation with Lauren Haynes, the herbalist slash herbologist to the Goop Girls. (laughs) And honestly, I think that she would hate it if she knew that I said that, but I'm pretty sure she's sold out on Goop like five times. So she's the teacher of all things plant magic. She's the rose and mushroom loving, hippie to the core, Lauren Haynes. She a baddie. So you guys can listen to her also in those other episodes. Okay, today we're continuing our deep dive into the world of hippie shit, and we're going to talk to you about dirt and rocks. I'm half kidding. We're covering minerals and clays this week, and because there's so much to learn about just these two elements, we're going to do an extra long solo episode for y'all this week. It's just going to be the two of us stepbrothers for today, but next week we're going to be back talking about muds and salts, and we have a super special guest, and we're going to entice y'all with her right now. So before we jump into today's show um, and start breaking down our topic— Uh, And get y'all as obsessed with the earth as Alex and I now are since literally 48 hours ago we became clay stands. Uh, Shapiro, why don't you tell the beauty baddies about next week's guest, Sabrina Nurani? Sure. So Sabrina
1: Nurani, who is the co-founder and CEO of Clear For Me, which Clear For Me recognized the realm of confusion and ultimately fear that exists due to the lack of transparency within the beauty industry. Sabrina's debilitating skin allergy made every time she picked up a new product a game of roulette which I feel like a lot of people can relate to Uh, never knowing which would trigger a reaction or which wouldn't ultimately she became fed up with being unable to comprehend the ingredients list on her beauty products and knew there were others out there who felt the same definitely I know so many clients who could relate to that. And as an Indian American mom and Wall Street trader turned beauty tech entrepreneur, which I love, Mm -hmm. her goal to create transparency and ingredients in the beauty space has made clear for me the leading source in the clean beauty realm with over 300 brands already on board and mass retailers like Ulta and Credo. Ooh, Clear For Me is also the only platform with the largest database of ingredients and from there are helping brands to provide more visibility for their customers by making ingredients simple and straightforward. For example, H2O, which as we know is water, has many names. Clear For Me will take every name there is for H2O, consolidate it, and we'll just call it fucking water. (laughs) It's that easy and it never had to be any harder. Um, I think this is just something that a lot of people can relate to. I think especially now because uh, skincare is really having a moment and I think it's not going anywhere. But because of that, people are just constantly buying new skincare products. Totally.
0: I mean – We had a couple of listeners write in and ask about like, oh, what do we think about this list and that list? And this is actually the guest that I was thinking of. And I was like, all right, well, we've got to have her on. And I didn't realize at the time that she's actually the bridge between consumer Mm -hmm. and brands. Right. So Mm -hmm. I love that. That's actually really genius. And she's really doing it like for us. I mean, for sure. I love anybody who's out there doing it for us and also for herself because she had skin allergies also.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people, even if they don't necessarily have skin allergies, they can have really reactive skin. Totally. And I think with so many products out there now, especially ones having um, a lot of active products. There was a time where, like, clients would tell me what they were using on their face, and I knew every product. Nowadays, there are times where I'm like, I haven't heard of any of the brands you're using. No,
0: I tell people, you know, I'm always like, don't even tell me the brand. I haven't heard of it. There's too many. There's too many. Tell me the ingredients that you're using. And even then, it's like, oh, what kind, you know— Who's synthesizing it? Like, Yeah, what's the pH? Yeah, exactly. But I love this. This is a great interview. Um, I think that, yeah, this is what we're all looking for. Also, I mean, it's like when we were talking with um, Calvin Qualis, and he was saying that some, you know, ingredients are formaldehyde, turns out. I think that we want to know that if something is masquerading as formaldehyde. P50
1: has formaldehyde in it. Really? Uh Mm Uh-huh. Sure does.
0: Masquerading as
1: glycolic. Crazy. I think they kind of don't hide it in the ingredient list, but I don't know that, like, consumers are aware. Yeah. Yeah, they might want to know that. It's like you're a dead body. Isn't that what they use formaldehyde for? Yes. Um, Embalming. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Also, as always, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. What's that? Formaldehyde. Don't forget to
0: leave us a five-star review. Yeah. Formaldehyde, dead bodies, Apple Podcasts. And... You guys can send us your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week to truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. It's pretty much my goddamn favorite. Truly. All right. Let's break down this topic. Let's talk about clays and minerals. So we got most of the information for this episode from two books by uh, Galena St. George, Earth's Humble Healers and How Clays Work, Science and Applications of Clays and Clay Like Minerals in Health and Beauty. So what's the deal with all this dirt? (laughs) Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I thought that I knew about Clay coming into this episode, but at this point in our journey, I've realized that I don't know shit because there's so much about the earth that I don't know, and a bitch never took a single science class since after high school, and um, it's only like piece by piece, I guess this is called wisdom in old age. (laughs) That like any of this shit is beginning to make sense to me. So the cool thing about today's episode is that it's really going to be the culmination of all of our shows from the past few weeks. So we're talking about hippie shit from the earth. We're learning from ancient cultures and traditions. We're going to be talking about electromagnetism. That's right. That bitch is back because the earth is fucking dope. (laughs) We're going to be talking about more science and of course how all of this works with our body to help keep it beautiful and healthy from the inside out. Okay, I know what you're saying in your head, right, right, right. But what's the deal with all this dirt? So here's the deal. I know I always say it, but I have to start here. We are made up of billions of cells. Cells come together to form tissues. Tissues form organs. Organs form systems. And the body is one giant system. So again, humans and all forms on Earth are at our most basic one or many cells. Minerals are the source of life on Earth, and life on Earth would not exist without them. Every fluid and solid matter in our body contains minerals, and every single cell needs minerals to live and reproduce. They take the primary position to any nutrient available to us, since all nutrients, including vitamins, proteins, carbs, and fats, need minerals for formation and survival. You know that doesn't come out of my mouth easily, because I'm a vitamin pusher. Fucking love vitamins. (laughs) But turns out minerals are more important.
1: Before we move forward... There's some science shit and some wordy vocabulary that we will all have to be on the same page in order to move forward. So although this might be a little boring, trust me, it's important. And actually, if if you listen closely, it's not that boring at all. It's really interesting. So a mineral is an element or chemical compound that's normally crystalline and has been formed as a result of geological processes. And clays are a natural source of all the minerals contained in a living organism. What? Clays are a source for all the minerals? Yeah, they fucking are. And <laughs> it's kind of crazy because I never knew that. I never knew that. No. And honestly, other than putting clays on my face, I never thought that much about them. Clays have been used by all living creatures to cope with various health problems since fucking prehistoric times. The dinosaurs were using clay. <laughs> they were using them as face masks.
0: Yes! They were like, yo, it's hot or maybe it's cold. I don't know. It was hot and then cold, but they needed to cool down or stay warm. And the clays were helping. Mm hmm. Just like in our first
1: episode of Hippie Shit, we've got to take it back to the animals. Animals eat and roll in clays instinctively when they're sick and when they're healthy so that they remain healthy. It's instinctual, which is really cool. The earth just gives them what they need to survive. And they just fucking know to go grab that shit. Yes. Yes. So back to our glossary. The differentiation between clay properties is based on their mineral content and their chemical composition. Chemical composition and crystal structure determine the type of mineral and its crystal structure. Chemical composition determines properties of a mineral.
0: Okay, I had to read that several times. I was like, Miss Galena St. George, yo, you might have to fire somebody because I think you fucked up that sentence. But no, no, you're right.
1: <laughs> no, I think Galena St. George was like, this is it. And you if you don't understand it, I can't help you there. Exactly. Bye.
0: Better reread. Reread it. So here's an example that makes things pretty clear. Graphite and diamond have the same chemical composition but different crystal structures. So graphite is a very soft mineral because the carbon atoms are arranged into sheets which can slide freely past each other. And diamond is the strongest mineral in nature because its carbon atoms form a strong interlocking three-dimensional network. So when we're talking about clays, knowing this is important because there's only a few groups of clays with very similar sounding names. However, variations within their crystal structure changes their properties.
1: Okay, I know what you're thinking. So far, we've just learned a lot about rocks, but not a ton about beauty or how to get these minerals into our body so that we can be beautiful. And you're right. So here's the lead that we buried. Clays are some of the most ancient remedies used by people and animals to accelerate healing by retuning the body systems and stimulate recovery. How you ask? With its most important property, its ability to detoxify the body. Okay, are you ready for science? Yes. Clay particles. (laughs) Clay particles are negatively charged and have the ability to attract positively charged toxic ions, such as heavy metals, and take them out of the body. Isn't that awesome? That's why a lot of times you'll see um, like certain cleanses for the body will have uh, different clays that you have to consume Mm -hmm. um, because that's part of the cleansing process is taking those heavy metals out of your body. Mm Um, I've never done one, but maybe we
0: will now. They work apparently. Yeah, I'm sure it tastes nasty. Maybe we'll do one for the for the beauty baddies. So we can come back and tell them about our clay detox.
1: Yeah, we're like we're just like the dinosaurs. <laughs> 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 so clays consist of minute particles that can absorb large amounts of water, and as a result, they can be hydrated. And some clays can expand on hydration, but more on that later.
0: Um, Okay, so if you're thinking, okay, okay, it's not dirt, but if it's not dirt, what the fuck is clay? And I'll tell you. First, it's old as shit. Literally. Clays are soft mineral substances of sedimentary, aka rocks, or a residual origin, a product of weathered volcanic ash. Various minerals which formed as a result of volcanic activity were subjected to physical and chemical environmental influences such as oxidation, dehydration, animal activity, which I was like, animals be peeing and dying, y'all. Just like dead animals decomposing, making clay. High and low temperatures, et cetera, which changed into clays over literally one billion years. I just told y'all. So we're generally a culture that places a high value on old shit. And now I know that you're really digging this one billion year old dirt, which we now know is in fact called clay. So let's talk about clays through history and cultures. As we said earlier, clays have been used by all living creatures since the beginning of life on Earth. That's a fucking long time ago. Shapiro, Mm -hmm. tell us about some of the beauty baddies from back in the
1: day. So it wasn't just dinosaurs. Um, (laughs) Ancient Egyptians used clays for mummification. We know Cleopatra was very vain. She invented so many beauty things. Wait,
0: first of all, everybody talks shit about Cleopatra. How do we even know? First of all, we don't even know if she was banging. Oh, I didn't mean in a bad way, I guess. We don't even know if she was banging. She could have been, like, haggard. She just had great PR. That's number one.
1: I just feel like she had the most intense self-care routine. Like, I just imagine she took a bath every single day. She definitely did. She definitely did. In a time where there wasn't any water. Yeah. In a time with, like, plagues and shit. Well, she was bathing in milk hmm she was like oh everyone's dying but i'll go bathe okay fine so she was a baddie i don't hate her for it yeah yeah yeah. i didn't mean like vain in a bad way
0: no i know i know it was just like reading about this and i was like again cleopatra can't that lady just be hot and like d- dead you know just leave her alone
1: <laughs> it's no surprise that she used clay she was yeah she fucking definitely loved clay um <laughs> she used clay from the nile river and the arabian desert in her beauty treatments so she wasn't using like You know, like, I probably wouldn't rub any clay from Greenpoint (laughs) on my body or my face. But if I lived near the Nile River or the Arabian Desert, yeah, probably would. Mm -hmm. Um, Ancient physicians such as Dioscortes, Avicenna, and Galen used clay to treat their patients for many health problems. And the troops of Alexander the Great and Roman soldiers used to take clays with them on long marches. To ward off hunger and food poisoning. I'm like, oh, I can go back to that Korean barbecue spot. And I'll just (laughs) have some handy dandy clay with me so I don't get food poisoning again. Uh, Native Americans and African tribes used and still use today clays in spiritual ceremonies and for health purposes. Also, clays can be used for water purification if clean water is difficult or impossible to find I think that's really cool mm-hmm. to be able to use something from the earth to purify water. I mean, even like a lot of water purifiers that you can buy for your home are made from natural resources, from charcoal, mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, bentonite clay and zeolite were used in Ukraine to decontaminate the area after the Chernobyl nuclear disaster. That's kind of crazy. So wild. Mm-hmm. Huge amounts were used to bury the reactors and they were also given to the firefighters and the local community in the form of galettes to take radioactive elements and heavy metals out of the body. So I guess they were ingested. What's a galette? Um, kind of like a pill. Oh. I don't know. That When I looked it up, yes, it seemed like it was a pill.
0: Well, I see that you you spelled it out here. You have it spelled phonetically. So I thought <laughs> Shapiro did her research. I want to know what a galette is because I, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know.
1: I'm like, is it, is it galette? Is it galetti? Is it galette?
0: <laughs> I pictured that it was like a little pancake, honestly. That it was like a cookie.
1: It looked like a big kind of pill. Mm. Um, A horse pill? Kind of. But yeah, just again, like using clays to rid your body of poison, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I want to know more about um, the results of that. Like, yeah. Were they all OK because they took these galettes? I don't think anybody from Chernobyl was OK, girl. I'd like to believe that the natural clays saved all their <laughs> lives.
0: <laughs> but let's, let's look into it. I'm not sure. I just made an assumption. What the fuck do I know? I didn't even know clays could do this. Smarter people than me.
1: All the clay enthusiasts out there are like,
0: yeah, clay has solved the whole problem. I know all the clay enthusiasts are but get this bitch off the air. Who gave her a job? She don't even know. <laughs> Hilarious. Um,
1: so clay science, but how does it work? So real quick, to understand why and how clays work, we have to talk about more nerdy science stuff, but I think you're going to be into it. So specifically, we need to understand what happens on a basic molecular level when they're in contact with liquids. Our bodies contain 45 to 75% of water, and both ion exchange and sorption are integral functions of the body's metabolism without which we could not exist. And yes, I said
0: sorption. Dude, what the fuck is ion exchange? And what the fuck is sorption? I do not know. Well, I do, but... Now you can tell us. We're going to find out. We're going to find out together.
1: I didn't know before looking it up for this episode. (laughs)
0: I'm just going to say that. Clay's really made us learn a lot, a lot today. Hey, beauty baddies. I've said it before many times on the show. I'm a very sweaty gal and I'm really sensitive. And so when it comes to finding a deodorant, I have to search for products that are both aluminum-free, they're baking soda-free, and you know, they're not going to irritate my underarms, but also I'm not going to stink. And that's why I love Lumi because Lumi was created by an OBGYN Dr. Shannon Klingman, met thousands of women who was concerned with odor below the belt. And so through clinical testing, she discovered it wasn't actually the vagina to blame, but bacteria on the skin. So she created Lumi, which is a pH-optimized aluminum-free deodorant that actually works and works everywhere with over 150,000 five-star reviews to prove it. So what I love about Lumi is like I just said, it's aluminum free, it's baking soda free, and it actually helps to keep me odor free All day. It's a whole body deodorant, which is the first of its kind, and it's seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. You can use it on your underarms and your under boobs, you can use it on your thigh folds, your butt crack, you can use it wherever, even on your feet, guys. I love that it's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. And how does it do it? With Mandelic Acid. Y'all know that I'm here for alpha hydroxy acid deodorants, I'm here for alpha hydroxy acids, period. So, I love this product. The best part, we're always talking about pH on the skin. It's pH balance, which makes it safe to use everywhere. So you guys can get Lumi Starter Pack, which is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick of deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes, which I absolutely love these deodorant wipes. They're awesome for on the go. You can just use them for your underarms anywhere that you need to touch up throughout the day and you also get free shipping with the lumi starter pack and because y'all know i love you as a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code TRUEBEAUTY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off of your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TRUEBEAUTY. That's L U M E deodorant.com with code uh, TRUEBEAUTY to save $5 off. So ion exchange plays a crucial role in body detoxification and it's used in many industries such as water purification, as we were just saying, agriculture, soil enrichment, odor control, site decontamination from radioactive waste, etc. That is a hilarious etc. Site decontamination from radioactive waste, etc. Like you
1: can just imagine what the (laughs) etc is. I'm sure you can figure that out yourself.
0: It sounds very fucking (laughs) impressive. So, clays also possess a property called ion exchange, referred to as cation, anion, ionic, and cationic. What's important to know is that cations are positively charged ions, anions are negatively charged ones. Ions can only exist in a liquid environment since they need water to break away from a molecule and react with other ions. This is important because it's the secret sauce. <laughs> It's like the Big Mac sauce. Ion exchange is what makes clays active. That's it, guys. We just told you. Basically, here's what's happening. And honestly, this is the only thing that I really knew about clays before reading these awesome books. But now these words are actually making sense. So during ion exchange, ions form a liquid solution exchange with ions from a solid substance of mineral, i.e. clays, or organic origin. Removed ions are replaced with equivalent amounts of other ions of the same charge. Boom! Y'all, we're exchanging with the clay. It's taken our nasties. It's given us back the good stuff. It's fucking science. And this is why we have to tell you about the different chemical composition and crystal structure of these hose up top. All of the different clays, which we'll go through at the end, don't worry, have different compositions and properties and thus do different things for us.
1: So now let's move on to that weird-ass word. Sorption the fuck just (laughs) sorption sorption it's it's just very strange say it five times fast ion exchange is closely linked to the processes of sorption and intercalation the two basic types of sorption are you'll know these words adsorption and
0: absorption wait had you heard of adsorption before Yes. I'd never school. heard of adsorption. Just absorption. I'm not saying
1: that I remembered what it meant. But yeah, I remember because ad- I, I remember thinking
0: it was so weird. Like there's an adsorption. It sounds like a made up word. That's hilarious. You know that sometimes I'm dyslexic and I thought that my eyes were playing tricks on me. I was like, you dumb bitch. Why don't you learn how to read? And then I looked and I was like, oh, it's not me. <laughs> I mean, looking at it real fast, it's just like absorption and absorption. Yes. Again, my homegirl, Galleon, that's the name of this author. I was like, girl, you know what you're doing over there. And she's like, bitch, why don't you just keep reading? She's like, look closely. Exactly. Get your eye drops. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> so let's talk about adsorption, like A and then D is in duty. <laughs> um, adsorption describes the attachment of substances to the surface of a mineral due to their opposite electric charge. Basically, depending on the positive or the negative charge balance of mineral structures, clay minerals can adsorb certain cations and anions and retain them around the outside of the structural unit in an exchangeable state. So absorption is a deeper process of ingestion of an ion or organic molecule by a molecular structure or mineral. Basically, science is happening and these are different ways that clay exchanges with you minerals for toxins. It's really not a bad trade. Mm -mm. You ingest the minerals, toxins
0: are released from the body. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they take them with them on their way out. They're like, girl, I'm Mm -hmm. leaving. May as well take this home with me. Bye-bye.
1: So hydration and the expansion of clays is the last important bit of science for us beauty baddies anyway to understand. There's obviously so much more, but as far as like what we're trying to explain. Look,
0: this is enough. Uh, Also, my girl uh, Galena, she went into detail She wanted you to know about the chemical composition. She wanted you to know about what was going on in between the sheets. She wanted you to... In between the sheets. (laughs) She wanted you to know. Clays are formed during sex. Oh, yeah, girl. Billions of years of sex. Okay, sorption is closely linked to clay hydration in that the way clays are hydrated depends on their structure and strength of inner layer ionic bonds. The reason we give a shit is because hydration leads to expansion of clay mineral... And with that, a dramatic increase of the surface that can interact with, you guessed it, ionic exchange and sorption of toxins. We're so fucking smart, I can't even handle it, y'all. So to wrap up this section of our episode, let's recap the nine characteristics of clay, which help to keep us young and hot forever. So we just went through a few of them just now, but um, I'm really going to blow your mind with all of these awesome ways that clays can help to maintain our health. Listen very closely. I feel like this is a good, like, roundup. Yes, So, as we already discussed, clays consist of minute particles with an enormous surface area baby got back. This larger surface area means that the sorption and ion exchange area is very large, which is an important property for detoxification and mineral exchange. Two, clays have a well-researched ability to exchange their ions for ions of the surrounding medium. I don't really know what that means, but I believe it. Three, (laughs) just kidding, it's just they're exchanging, they're exchanging. Three, some clays can expand on hydration, increasing the surface area many times, making them attract even more toxic substances. So it's like if you're going to be if you're hydrating, that's cool. That's cool. You're going to attract some things. But some of them, they're like the baddest mama jama. She's like the the she's like the Cardi B booty, the Cardi mm-hmm. B booty of expansion, grabbing all those toxins.
1: So clays can adsorb and absorb the mineral i i realized before it made me say absorb weird i was saying absorb oh yeah anyway
0: yeah well um, it's for the people because they don't they're not seeing that these are two different words
1: yes so clays can adsorb and absorb the mineral and organic substances aka toxins the electric charge created between the clay layers as well as on the edges of particles Makes clays adsorb and absorb heavy and radioactive metals, free radicals, and other unwanted products of metabolic activity. So that will just cleanse your shit of everything bad. Yo,
0: that's so awesome. hmm Yo, and free radicals, we just just by living, we be getting free radicals. hmm Radioactive metals, the same thing. Turns out just by living in America, we be eating, breathing. It's everywhere. Yep. What's number five? So clays are selective as to what size
1: ions they adsorb. Since large multivalent ions are preferred to smaller ones, the property is used in neutralizing heavy and radioactive ions. Clays also act as a catalyst in organic reactions. So this property is used in reducing environmental pollution and body toxicity. Clay particles are so minute, they can envelop bacteria, depriving them of nutrition and oxygen, thus neutralizing them. In studies, it was shown to killed 99% of MRSA, Salmonella, E. coli, and a flesh-eating disease called Baruli, which sounds really fucking terrifying. Um, it's similar to leprosy.
0: Yo, that is wild. I never mm-hmm. knew that about clay. Same. I'm just going to eat clay every day. Yes, yeah, we got to be supplementing. You know, I'm still a vitamin pusher, but now I need my minerals. Clay pusher. Clay pusher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clays can also form a protective layer on the damaged mucus lining, making them important in the treatment of gastrointestinal and other disorders where mucus lining needs protection. So again, like the protecting from food poisoning. Mm-hmm.
0: What's number nine? Bring us home. Bring us home. Number I'm nine. I'm just going to
1: I'm gonna take clay before I eat Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> protect my belly clays have been used as an anti-parasite remedy for thousands of years they're not sure why it works but it does one theory is that they work on parasites the same way they do bacteria enveloping them and depriving them of water and nutrition that's fucking nuts yo clays are fucking badasses
0: Mm -hmm. they're baddies they're like i'll give you some nutrients you don't belong here i'm gonna kill your ass The original baddies. The original baddies. They've been here a billion years. Well, it took a billion Mm -hmm. years to get here, I guess. But they've been here. They've been holding it down. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, man. It's pretty fucking cool. I love getting excited about science. And here I am, giddy over clays. And I can't wait to tell you guys more about clays when we get back from this break. We'll see you soon. all right beauty baddies so instead of giving you guys a summary of where to buy uh, different products and ingredients I feel like clays are honestly everywhere we were just answering your questions because y'all are like what's the deal with clays do they work and I was like yeah bitch they work but turns out they work I didn't know that they worked Mm -hmm. worked so I think that y'all know where to buy clays if you don't mountain rose herbs that's our girl check them out um, but I don't think you're going to have a hard, hard time finding any products. So instead, I thought that we would tell you about some of the reasons that you should consider wanting to detoxify your body. Namely, what the fuck is so toxic out there that we need to be detoxing all the time, right? Detoxing is everywhere. And as mm-hmm. it turns out, fucking everything's toxic. To fully understand the importance of detoxification, we need to learn what toxins can be found in the environment surrounding us. Water, air, food, products we use, how they get. Get into the living organism and what effects they have on us. Um, toxins are defined by most dictionaries as poisonous substances produced by plants, bacteria, viruses, or fungi. Fungi. Algae, plants, insects, and animals. So toxins can be divided into several groups. Bacteria, viruses, fungi, protozoa. Naturally occurring toxins. Um, that's things like mold. Mold. Inorganic toxins, those are heavy and radioactive metals, excessive amounts of good minerals in the body, quote unquote. So y'all, you can't be standing clays the way that we're trying to push them on you. Man-made toxins, pesticides, fertilizers, artificially created dyes and preservatives in food and cosmetics, medicines and medical procedures... Ooh. Um, namely, you know, a lot of medicines can have numerous side effects aiming to treat a condition, but disrupt many body organs and processes in the meantime, like chemotherapy, drugs and radiation procedures.
1: The problem with toxins is that most of them do not enter the body suddenly, unless it's a case of like an acute poisoning situation. Somebody got you? Yeah, like, I don't know, like your spouse poisoned you. I feel like that's what usually
0: happens. I was thinking the same. Why is it
1: always the spouse?
0: Because it's like a thing true,
1: that people feel like can't be traced to them, which is probably kind of true. Right. Like you're not putting your hands on them. No
0: DNA. Dude, everybody knows it's the spouse. You and I just said it out of nowhere. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like no one else is
0: poisoning you. <laughs>
1: The problem with toxins is that most of them do not enter the body suddenly unless it's a case of someone's poisoning you, but accumulate in it over many years. Toxic overloads responsible for a lot of problems, health problems that we suffer from, and toxins destroy our body without us knowing it. Um, I feel like there are situations, not to change the subject, where like someone is poisoning someone, but they're doing it
0: really slowly (laughs) over time. Haven't, Haven't you like... Read true crime shit like that? I mean, yes, girl. But like back in the day, I don't think that that's like still, I mean, just forensics. You know what I mean? People can, can. I don't know. Yes, you're not wrong because we all, everybody listening to this podcast, I'm sure, is a murderino. <laughs> and so we all know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. But like in the year 2022, girl, I don't think so. That's like
1: the sneakiest way to do it. Um, but yeah, I have to imagine like nowadays we just have toxins in our bodies from living, just living as breathing humans. A hundred percent. Especially like depending on where you live. I mean, in, here in Brooklyn and Greenpoint, like our soil's fucking toxic. Oh, yeah. So, What's
0: the name of that shit dump creek? Newton Creek? N- Newtown Creek, yeah. Newtown Creek. Newtown. Maybe it's Newton. Don't try the mud or the clay from Newtown Creek. Oh, my God. It will do. The, it will have the opposite effect. It's literal poison. It gives you heavy metals. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. Okay. So, speaking of environmental toxins, um, let's talk about those for a hot second. So, Ooh, these yeah. are mostly man-made synthetic substances which become toxic to humans and animals when they enter the body in quantities that are either dangerous or, as Alex was just saying, have the potential to accumulate and change bodily functions. So... Oh, man, this is so crazy because we see these um, lawsuits. I mean, the, the Roundup lawsuit, right? We see this happening all the time. Mm-hmm. So such toxins include fertilizers, pesticides, certain substances from plastics, domestic products, cosmetic ingredients, food and drink additives, preservatives, medicine, alcohol. Oh, no, not alcohol. Come on. That's the good stuff. Tobacco. You can have it. Fuel. Fuel. How are we going to get around? And products resulting from its use and more. Y'all be fucked. We, we open this by saying, just by living yeah. and breathing in today's world, mm-hmm. you got toxins. Um, air
1: and water pollutants really present a danger to our health. Um, hydraulic fracturing, basically fracking, is a process which is used in the production of oil and gas. Fracking fluids can contain chemicals linked to breast cancer including known and suspected carcinogens such as benzene and toline and endocrine disrupting compounds. So I mean, I people are against fracking for a reason. It mm-hmm. really fucks with our health and it can contaminate
0: underground water sources yes! too, which is really fucked. Yes, we need the water. We need the clays and the minerals. We just told, I don't know why I'm yelling at y'all. Y'all know this. We just spent this whole past hour talking about how important clays and minerals are and how these things take billions of years to be created in the earth. And why do you want to contaminate it with fucking fracking? It's just trying to make us live our best lives. It's trying to fucking sorption (laughs) and trade some shit with you. God, sorry. Where I grew up, they love fracking. Um, what about dioxin?
1: Uh, dioxin is found in both water and air, and it's a result of breaking, the breaking down of chlorine. Dioxins are known human carcinogens and endocrine disruptors once again. And one dioxin has been classified by the International Agency for Research on Cancer and the Environmental Protection Agency as a known human carcinogen. That's kind of freaky. And then this I've definitely known about, endocrine disruptors from wastewater.
0: I just read that and it just made me very nervous, what I just read. I know. You can go ahead and tell the people. Um, if you have a lot of anxiety about health stuff and pollutants and
1: stuff, you should just fast forward. Exactly. Go for it. Honestly. Endocrine disruptors from wastewater include compounds found in the hormone replacement medications and contraceptives as well as personal care products. They cannot be completely removed from wastewater so our percentage end up in tap water. As a New York City gal, I drink tap water. I do filter it these days. Um I mostly need to be. Yeah, I mean ours comes from really great sources for me. I'm mostly like these the plumbing the in these buildings is old. Like yeah. what is the water going through. Exactly. Kind of nasty. Yes. Um and then there's organic solvents, so chemicals which include chlorinated and other solvents, um such as methylene chloride. Um, Some other things that I can't pronounce, uh, formaldehyde, sources of exposure, incineration, cleaning products, even some cosmetics. Mm -hmm. They're also used in the manufacture of computer parts. Interesting.
0: Can I jump ahead a few? Because this kind of made me very nervous. I didn't know that fluoride is a toxin. Mm -hmm. A form of basic element fluorine found in water and toothpaste is a neurotoxic and a carcinogenic I did not know this. The American Dental Association advises against its use in children under two years old. However, it's still being added to water supplies worldwide. I did know that we had fluoride in our water. I didn't know it was killing me, girl. Didn't know that. Um, just
1: weird that they're like, okay, so no one under two, but after that, it's fine.
0: I guess really quick, it's worth mentioning, even though um, I think that you guys know this, but you know, one of the reasons that this is really obviously important to talk about is because our skin has functions, right? Like one of our skin's main functions is absorption and excretion. So our body naturally gets rid of toxins by sweating or by peeing or by taking a shit, But it also absorbs a lot of things. And so the reason this is great for us is for skincare. Like right? Like the clays that we're about to tell you guys about, you can use them on your body. You can do different body therapies. Like you can put them right on your skin, obviously on your skin, your face, but you can put them on your entire body also and really aid in in different types of detoxification. And the different clays attract different metals. They all do Mm -hmm. different things. Dude, the earth is
1: wild. The earth is really fucking wild. And it's kind of crazy because we've basically been given all of the tools that we need. Yes. Humans just went and created capitalism. (laughs) Yes. It's like we kind of had it all. You're not wrong. We still do. But we're like, nah, we only want it if someone puts it in a capsule and sells
0: it to us at a high price. I mean, oh, girl, don't get me started. Okay. (laughs) Let's stop teasing the kids about all the different clays we're going to tell them about. And let's tell them about all the different clays. There are three main clay groups that have practical applications in medicine, health, and beauty. One, the kaolinite group. The second is the smectite group. And the third is the elite group. The Kalinite group is named after Hill in China, where it was first mined. It's soft, chalky, and can be white, pink, yellow, or red. It has a low hydration capacity, meaning it does not swell in water. However, it is highly sorbent. So, Kalin is a baddie because she has a powerful ability to absorb harmful inorganic and organic substances, such as heavy metals, commercial used herbicides, oil, proteins, and bacteria and viruses. While Kaolin is the most used clay in cosmetics and is an essential ingredient in the manufacturing of cosmetics and perfumes, it's also the mildest of all the cosmetic clays because it's super gentle on the skin. It doesn't really have that much action. It also absorbs impurities without removing any natural oils from the skin, making it great for dry and sensitive skins. And it helps to stimulate circulation while gently exfoliating and cleansing it. Kind of sounds like the perfect clay. That's kind of the only one that's in that group, the kaolinite group, is like the kaolin clay. And I feel like this is everywhere. Like you can't pick up any bottle of scrub and there's not a kaolin clay in there. Like it's mm-hmm. it's everywhere these days. Yeah, even in Viron, they make a product that has kaolin. Mm-hmm. She everywhere. She a baddie. So, I mean, all of these. What am I going to say next? The smectite clays? They are the most abundant clays found in nature. They have a very high swelling and ionic exchange capacity, giving it a wide range of applications from industrial, cosmetic, medical, and medicinal, food industry, etc. I'm, okay, coming into this, honestly, I wasn't expecting to learn about clays in other capacities. I mean... I just—my brain didn't go that far, I guess. But I love that all of these have so many different purposes based on the same properties. Like, the ability to exchange ions is great for your skin and is also great for, like, industrial fucking industries. Industrial industries, you know what I mean. Industrial (laughs) complexes. No, it's crazy. It's awesome. So, um— Blue Cambrian clay is a clay that I hadn't heard of before, which is why I wanted to shout her out real quick. It's within the smectite group, and it's considered the most potent of all medicinal clays. It contains several minerals which are used by the body to produce enzymes and many other bodily functions. It's rich in trace minerals with the highest ability to absorb and absorb. It's highly potent, has some of the most powerful detoxifying properties of all clays, and it's great for drawing oils and toxins from the skin. It's a remedy for aches and pains, acne, arthritis, toxicity, and mineral deficiencies. And if you can't find blue Cambrian clay because she is very, very special, red Montalorianite clay has very similar properties. So if you can't find that blue Cambrian, you get you that red Montalorianite.
1: Yes, that sounds way easier to find. I'm still very fascinated by fascinated. I'm reading the word bentonite and saying fascinated. I love and it. And it comes out fascinate.
0: You're obsessed. If you really like bentonite clays, it means you're fascinated. Fascinated. Guys, write in and tell us if you're fascinated. I'm pretty
1: sure that bentonite clay is used in the master cleanse. Do you remember that? I feel like everyone was doing that at one point. Was that one like the cayenne pepper and lemon? Yes. I want to say that bentonite clay is part of it.
0: That makes sense. Bentonite clay was having a big, big moment around that same time. Um, Tell us why. Why everybody's obsessed with her.
1: Uh, Bentonite clay owes its name to a place called Fort Benton in the USA. I was wondering why it was called bentonite. Mm. It was formed—this is cool. It was formed by an alteration of volcanic glass— to clay minerals, which are less than 0.005 millimeters in size. It consists of hydrous aluminum silicates, plus iron oxide and magnesium oxide, as well as either sodium or calcium oxide. And it can absorb 40 to 50 times its weight and swells to form a gel-like mass. Um, This clay is often used for drawing poultices and for treating sprains, bruises, insect bites, rashes... Pretty cool.
0: Pretty fucking cool. We're gonna get into this in the next episode when we talk to you guys about MUDs. But the way that these interact with our body systems and with our capillaries is so fucking dope. And and, and that's what allows it to be, you know, like help with bruising and help with mm-hmm. inflammation. And it's just man, we're made of crystals yeah. and clay is awesome. That's what I'm learning on this podcast.
1: Bentonite can be used like as a detoxifying face mask or like body wrap Mm -hmm. and it can be used as an exfoliator. I used to work at a spa that I know they had a body wrap
0: that had uh, bentonite in it and seaweed. Ooh, yes, bentonite and seaweed. We didn't even talk about all of the minerals that are in seaweed. We're going to have to save that for next time, next week, when we're talking about salt and muds. But yes, bentonite clay is incredible uh, for detoxification, for so many reasons. But also, I know what one of your favorite clays are, <laughs> Shapiro. I think it's the Rasool clay. <gasps> Rasool. That's the one. That's that bitch.
1: Um, Rasool clay is a clay that Elizabeth introduced to me to. And it's part of the Smectite group of clays it's mineral rich it is a reddish brown ancient clay that comes from the atlas mountains of morocco and it's been traditionally used in morocco and egypt as soap shampoo and a skin conditioner it's just really nice and it's different from other clays because it's unique composition and its excellent ability to absorb or adsorb oils and impurities it's just really nice I think it feels really nice. We'll use it on clients sometimes and it always just makes their skin look so bright and calm.
0: Yes. And it's not drying at all. I think Mm-mm. that that's like a lot of people will say like, oh, I'll just dry this shit out of my skin with plays. Yeah. And it's like one is don't do that. But two is as we're all learning together, they don't all do the same thing. They're not all made to completely like take mm-hmm. all of the oil out of it. Some of us don't have any oil to give. Some of us need <laughs> totally. to hold to it and our water. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, So Rasool clay is great for drier skin. It's great for mature skin because of exactly that. It just, I believe that it helps um, with vasoconstriction. And so that's why everybody kind of like looks really nice and rosy afterwards.
1: Mm. But yeah, those are the clays that I like
0: the most. Oh, I'm going to throw another clay in there that I think people have heard a lot about. And that's the green clays. So, or French green clay. So, green clays can be iliite or, oh God, my favorite, Montmorillonite. Okay, so green clays are mostly sedimentary origin, resulting from sedimentation and weathering of volcanic ashes. Y'all don't care about that. What do you really wanna know? is why green clay is great. And it's really great because it's a super powerful detoxifier. So there's actually, like I was just saying, two different types of green clays. So the green Montmorillonite, the green monty clay, (laughs) is one of the more popular clays in cosmetics and healing because it has a variety of minerals and salts, including calcium, potassium, dolomite, which do you all know what dolomite is? Yo, dol- dolomite's little fucking ancient algae, little ancient mm. parasites that just became like minerals. It's wild. Learned that from this book, too. Dolomite, magnesium, silica, manganese, phosphorus, silicon, copper, and selenium. Yo, mad minerals. These elements are essential in producing body enzymes, which enhance the production of enzymes in all living organisms. Yo, give me something that enhances all living organisms. I love mm, it. Mm-hmm. So it's rich in important minerals and phytonutrients, like we just said. Um, it's a great choice for face masks, body wraps, compresses, baths, poultices, um, and it's also excellent for intestinal cleaning. Get you that detox and it out, poopin. Pro- probably for parasites. Probably helps get rid of like any intestinal parasites or anything. Mm. Okay, so green monty is a swelling type of clay. Um, And so that means that the crystalline structure shifts outwards when hydrated with water and increasing its active surface. Y'all know we like a big surface for these clays because what does a big surface mean? It means that it can attract mad shit that you don't want. Um, So in experiments, this green clay killed up to 99 percent of superbug colonies within 24 hours. I know we already talked about that. But I just think that that's so fucking dope, dudes. Um, look, this is probably pre-COVID. So maybe don't just eat clay and think that you're not going to get COVID. <laughs> Nobody's telling you to do that. But but if you have MRSA. If you got MRSA, look. <laughs> <laughs> um, so due to its high ion exchange capacity, green Monty clay is a superb detoxification product, as I was saying. And its detoxifying properties are explained by two main factors. Its negative cumulative ionic charge, which helps to attract and bind positively charged toxic waste and eliminate it out of the body. And also its ability to swell in water and expand due to its high monty content. That's that big booty. This expansion means it's a larger sorptive area, which allows the clay particles to attract a much higher percentage of toxins than it would otherwise. Y'all, first of all, we already know what's going on. Before I even finished that sentence, I knew sorption. She got a big booty. She'd be mm-hmm. attracting all those toxins. So this clay acts like a sponge. It attracts water and toxins not only to its negative charged surface, but also inside numerous canals, trapping them there via what? What? Ionic exchange. Y'all are geniuses. <laughs> so in exchange, we get the good minerals. It takes away the bad. This is your best friend. That's a good friend. Doesn't ask for anything in return. Nope. He's like, I give you this gift. I know. You might be taking advantage of that, friend. (laughs) So the other green clay is green elite clay, and that is uh, efficient at drawing oils and toxins from the skin. So this is actually a non-swelling clay. You see? Two green clays, different attributes. Mm. It's sometimes called marine clay because the quarries are based around ancient marine beds, um, which explains why it has a rich mineral content. Um, and it also has better absorption ability than the other clay, Monty Boy. Its sorptive properties give it a very powerful drying and detoxifying effect with very high sorption capacity. Mm. Iliate acts like a magnet for toxins, so it is the greatest detoxifying remedy available in nature. Bitch, the greatest? I'll take the greatest. Possibly. So why is green Iliate clay a superb detoxification product? Well, this guy's got two main factors, too. Its sorptive capacity is very high, so it draws toxins out of the body very effectively. And its negative cumulative ionic charge, which helps to attract and bind positively charged toxic waste and eliminate it out of the body. So two green clays. One's going to dry and absorb all of your excess oil while detoxifying you. The other's going to take out mad toxins. It's going to be like, girl, you can keep your oil. You're fine. Give me all them toxins, though. Take it.
1: Mm. Do you think for these clays Uh, you know more about clays than me
0: we both now know the same
1: okay that's true with green clays because they're so detoxifying and like you know like good for oily skin types can you kind of use it you could probably use it to like cleanse your skin but i wonder if that would like just absorb so much
0: i think it'd be a little bit drying as a cleanser. Because it's not gonna leave your pH balanced. It's gonna mm. probably wreck it a little bit. But also I don't know yeah. the I don't know the pH of this clay. I'm talking shit, girl. Clays are a magic. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the cool thing about um Miss Galena Saint George is um, you know, Alex read a little bit about how in detail she goes in this book with describing like the different clay particles and how thin each sheet is between the other one and she really talks to you about why these different uh, particles connect and why this holds this and pulls it away and it's just so so fucking wild and clays are so amazing i didn't know any of this coming in and i just think that um we should all give clay a chance (laughs) Also, some of us have maybe stepped back from clays a little bit, because when I see motherfuckers coming in, they've got the whole pink halo, and they're like, I use clays every night. This is how I know the answer to your question, Alex. It's Mm -hmm. too drying. It's way too drying. It might just be that clay that you're using. Maybe you need some Rasool if you really love the feeling of clay. Maybe a little cowlone.
1: People really do love um, the feeling of their skin being tight and dry. I know. (laughs) And they just like to feel like something's happening.
0: Yes. They're not going to like it Interesting. in 50 years. Nope. When looking like leather. Mm. Dry as fuck. Dry as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um. So with that, I think that wraps up Clay's. I think that's a, a, enough Clay for you guys for one day. Do you want to do the beauty baddie moment of the week? Yes. Would you like to go first? Sure. You have a great one. I do have a great one. Um, I typed it out. It's so great because I didn't want to forget it because oftentimes I get here and I'm like, wait, what was it again? Mm. So in case you guys don't know, the Beauty Batty Moment of the Week is an unfortunate name for a great segment where we recap a moment during the week that we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way. So sometimes it's moments of growth, moments of self-care, moments of happiness. It's whatever. And so my beauty baddie moment of the week is a little bit of a full circle moment. So, Alex, you were here with me for this. So I think that you're Mm going to you've been here with me for all of this that I'm about to say. Um, Two years ago, before George Floyd was murdered and the protests began, I remember reading about Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery and sobbing and just feeling pretty fucking awful and alone and angry and sad. But I honestly mostly felt hopeless. And I remember we came to record that day and we knew that we had to talk about everything that was going on, but we didn't even really know what to say. But we just knew that we had to be there recording our stupid fucking voices because we were two bitches who had nothing to lose and a lot of shit to say. And, you know, we knew that there was a community out there. We hoped that there was a community out there that wanted to hear it. And so... This past weekend, we had this awful, awful fucking hate crime in Buffalo. And honestly, the sad thing is that I'm pretty numb to violence against black bodies. And as sad as I feel, the cool fucking thing is that I don't feel hopeless. Because this really awesome beauty baddie that is a listener came to the studio this weekend And she just reminded me that our dumb little voices make a difference. And we make people feel seen and heard and accepted and loved and beautiful as they are. And that's really all Mm -hmm. that I ever wanted. That's sweet. And this was a true beauty baddie in that the entire time she was like, this is so embarrassing. I cannot. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just have to tell you this. I'm not this this lame usually, but like, I need a picture with you. (laughs) I was like, yo.
1: That's so cute.
0: You're the greatest. I love that you hate it as much as I do. Let's take a picture. It was very, very cute. And, you know, it's not easy doing what we do, like having two businesses and a podcast and living in New York. It's a lot of work and it's very stressful. And sometimes it's like fucking for what? And that is for what? Is for you guys. Is for creating a community that I always wanted, that I never found. And now... We have it because we made it because you guys. So I love you guys. So you're my beauty baddie moment of the week. You, my new friend, who I know is listening to this right now. And all of you guys out there who are new friends and who maybe are going to come see us. And maybe not. You don't have to. But know that we love you guys. That's so sweet. Should I do my beauty baddie moment of the week? I mean, if you want.
1: (laughs) Uh, it won't compare, but I went today to pick up some clothes from the tailor and I highly recommend that if you are someone who you feel like clothes are never quite made for your body, if you are able to spend the extra money to get your clothes tailored, it is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially if you need to get the waist taken in on your jeans, you will feel like a whole new person.
0: You're going to look like a whole new person. You're going to have the best bang body.
1: Yes, I went and picked up a pair of jeans, two dresses, just like things that I've had for a long time that I never quite wear because they just don't fit me right. Mm -hmm. And every time I go to get clothes tailored, I just feel so much better. I'm like, okay, I didn't have to buy new clothes. I'm just going to tailor the ones that I have so that I actually wear them because they're going to look good now.
0: I love this for you. Mm -hmm. I love this for you so much because I forced myself to do the same thing the other day to the same exact Mm -hmm. tailor. And I took seven pieces of clothes and I was so happy when I was doing it. And I texted uh-huh. you. <laughs> and it's going to look great. Um, I love this for you because you're everything that you just said, I feel you too, girl.
1: Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think that I went so many years as a teenager with like feeling kind of shitty about my body, especially because like jeans never fit right. They were always too loose in my waist, too tight in my hips, too mm-hmm. long. And as I became an adult I was like oh I can fix that Mm -hmm. pretty fucking cool
0: it's pretty cool when you realize things like that like that like oh tail like that's a thing like oh my like what did I recently realize oh my getting inserts in my shoes I was Mm -hmm. like oh so it's normal that my feet don't just fit into every mold of every person on this planet ever so we all have to get inserts to make things fit right and maybe a shoe stretcher and then you feel like a real person it's true it feels amazing. Also, your guy is great. Your guy is so great that I told him that you were my business partner and I was treated like a queen the rest of the time. Je-
1: oh, for sure. You know who found him? Jess. Yeah. Oh,
0: Jess. Jet. Uh, you can tell your friend, our friends about Jess, your friends. You can tell um, our beauty baddies about your girl Jess with the banging body. And she has a banging body.
1: She has the tiniest waist and the biggest booty, but you can imagine it's impossible for her to find clothes that fit her. So she has been going to this tailor she found him because I've gone to tail other tailors to take in my jeans and they never quite looked right um but seeing her body fit so well into these clothes that he tailored for her I was like oh I need to go to this guy so he's not close to home but it's worth the trek mm-hmm. and oh I'll shout him out well no actually I don't want to
0: he's so busy right now we'll never get back in
1: yeah, and I don't want to overwhelm him. Yeah,
0: no, he's he was very overwhelmed when also, I also I've got it. I literally after I went and dropped something off to him, I went and purchased something, knowing that he could tailor it for me. So I need mm-hmm. to wait until this other piece comes, drop that off. Then whoever wants to go can go because I'm good for a year or so.
1: Oh yeah, it's always like anytime I go, I bring something. Like today, I picked up stuff. I dropped off like a tank top, but the straps were too long, and my boobs kept popping out.
0: I mm-hmm. the same girl, the same. Yep. Because it's once you go custom, it's it's different. You know, it's different.
1: Well, then you like you said, you can actually like buy things maybe never could have bought before
0: because
1: mm-hmm. they wouldn't look right on you. And you know, you got a guy. <sighs> it's very
0: freeing when I buy something and I'm like, up oh, Lumi can fix that. Oh man, he was so his uh, Shapiro. Ah uh, Shapiro. He, I was like, yo. So you like my <laughs> Shapiro? Huh? All right, all right. He likes that booty.
1: He definitely does, and I've sent a couple clients to him. He's like, "You send me the beautiful girls."
0: <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, "Ah, Shapiro told me she, that uh, she's going to send me something that I like," and now I understand why. <laughs> I like, oh my god! Okay, I don't think I sent said it like that. No, he said it like that.
1: That's amazing. Listen, he could say whatever he wants.
0: Look, just get the pants fit in the booty. It's fine. Don't charge me a thousand dollars. His fine. prices are decent. I figured. Sh- Look, if you sent me there, I know that the prices are decent.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes he doesn't charge me for things because I told him this time. I'm like, you have to charge me more. You didn't charge me for everything.
0: What do I have to do? Like show him a, a little thong strap or something? I don't know. I think just because I've like sent people to him, like it's just his his gratitude. He just loves you and it's fine. I get it. I get it. Did I ever tell you about Eli Mil- Eli Miller, the seltzer man, my my uh, the old man who loved me? No, I never got anything for it, unfortunately. But one day he uh, he was like, I think Brooklyn's last seltzer man, like he had the old like glass bottles that he would fill up and like come and pick them up and drop them off every week. Wow. Like, you know, if people don't know what I'm talking about, it's like think of a cartoon, like when somebody would shake up, you know, the fucking seltzer and then spray somebody in the face. And you're like, what the fuck is that? It was these types of seltzer bottles anyway. Eli Miller, the salsa man, salsa bottle guy. Anyway, he would come in, he would drop off the bottles and he just like had a crush on me. And one day at like a restaurant. Yeah. When this is when I was bartending, when I was working at um, Mm. on Bedford Avenue and I knew that he was sick and he was dying of cancer. And one day he was just like, you know, would you give me a kiss on the cheek? Like, would you give a kiss to a dying old man? And I was like, oh, Eli, of course. And I went to give him a kiss on the cheek. This sneaky old fuck turned his face and got one right on the lips.
1: Wow, his last dying
0: wish, his and then he last died the next dying, day. I, honestly, I'm, I was like, you know what? That was slick, and I don't hate it. If I see wow. you here in a year, sir, and you don't have cancer, that's a different story. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> no, I saw his uh, obituary in the Times. It was sad. Oh no. Yeah, but he died happy. You know what I mean? I did what I could. Did for what I could for the community.
1: Uh, yeah, doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work over here.
0: <laughs> it's an old I'm old like really then. generous you know what I mean
1: Like truly. The most generous. truly
0: um well guys next week we're coming back to you with some more earth shit it's not earth shit it's hippie shit but we're gonna be talking to you about salts and muds y'all if you thought that clays were the shit just wait just wait until I tell you about muds fucking billions of years old yep dolomites it's wild. Y'all have to come back. <laughs> now you have to come back. Now you have to come back. <laughs>
1: um, as always, you can DM or email us your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast or our email True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast
0: at gmail.com. You can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm At the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I just post outfit selfies. I'm trying to change my ways. Trying to do a little interior design situation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I don't really know how comfortable I feel like posting my private life to the world. We'll see. We'll see. Right now there's just a great um, Malcolm X pillow that I screamed about last week.
1: It's a lot. A client of mine texted me the other day she was in mccarran park and she's like i think i see her husband and i'm like yep that's him because he was at the park waiting for me Yep. and when i told him he was so weirded out i'm like well she follows me on instagram so she's seen photos of you i know
0: that's what it is i know it's like when my new friend came in and she was like this is so weird that i know everything about you but like how's your new apartment i was like girl it's fine it's the internet once you put it out there on the internet like you can't be mad that somebody knows
1: that's hilarious. Well, Kyle doesn't actually like his photos out there. I just do it anyway. I
0: know, but he married you. He knows what he knew he's getting these Yeah, and I don't really
1: post a lot. I'm like, I don't know. I think he looks like a lot of other guys in Brooklyn. She just has good eyesight.
0: Um, you don't post at all.
1: I really don't post much. No. But she just, you know, that face really stuck with her. Why don't you tell them where they can follow you? Uh, they can follow me at Alex Lindley. And if you live locally, make an appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com to hang with us at either of our locations. In Williamsburg, we're at 419 Graham Avenue.
0: That's where Elizabeth is most days. And in Greenpoint, we are at 166 Franklin Street. That's where Alex is most days. If you don't live locally, you can book a virtual consultation. You can hang with us. You can pull out, well, just one of us, not at the same time. Book a virtual (laughs) consultation with one of us. At TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. You can pull out everything that's in your cabinet. We can talk about your skin. We can talk about your life. We can talk about your pets. We can talk about whatever. And get your skin looking right. So do that. And we'll see you guys next week. That's it. We'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye. This has been a COC BK production, produced by Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro, mixed by Beta Wave. Follow us on Instagram at Beauty Brooklyn Podcast.
0: Listen, follow, and leave us a review on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can listen to new episodes one week early on Amazon Music or early and ad-free, plus bonus episodes by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app.